Hello and welcome to another episode of On The List. In this edition, we will talk about a chocolate craving that pays and a streaming service that might. We check in with Rob and we play another game of fill in the blank. All that and much more when you join us On The List. Once in a while, do you get a craving for a chocolate shake? Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, this person wins big for having that craving. Okay. This is called chocolate shake craving leads man to $564,000 jackpot. (laughs) Now I know what you're thinking and let me explain. A man in Virginia went to a Sheets gas station for a chocolate shake on Tuesday evening and bought a ticket for uh, the Cash 5 Easy Match drawing. The man matched the numbers, which were 3, 12, 17, 18, 31, and was the first winner of the game since the debut of it in October. The man has no plans for anything in the future, but he's considering a new car. What I want to know is, what kind of car? You know what? Here's what I'm thinking. He just won all of that money. He's he's going to go out and buy, like, a secondhand Beamer. That's what's going to happen. You know what I would buy? You know what I would buy. I know what you would buy, but huh? you should tell people because I'm not them. 
What do you mean? You don't know what my dream car is? Rob, you've told me your dream car, and it's been like three different ones. So. There's always one. Then what is it, Rob? <clears throat> Jog my memory. A Dodge Demon. I was actually going to say Hellcat, but I thought it was Demon. That. Mm, mm. No, I, I I like those. And then your your trip in a demon is literally from gas station to gas station. It doesn't get miles per gallon. It gets miles per gas station. Hunger shit. <laughs> I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying it is a V8 muscle car that is heavy as hell. So... It doesn't get great mileage, but you get the noise. You know what, though? If I do get a demon, it'll be my favorite excuse to, you know, get pulled over by the cops. Do you know I pulled you over today? Because Because I let you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to do some research here. For cars that are around $500,000. Okay, Rob, I have found a thing. It's top 10 dream cars that are over 100,000. So this is definitely within this person's price range. Okay. Okay. The Acura NSX. That is a... It's basically a... It's the size of an... Yeah, it's the size of an Accord. Except it's like six inches off the ground. And goes at about... Just under 200 miles an hour. Why? <laughs> the Aston Martin Vanquish. You, you know that one? Or at least what it looks like? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. The next one is the... Ew. The next one it has is the Audi R8. No. <laughs> Um, oh, the next one it has is the Bentley Flying Spur. Send me a picture. One moment. I am sending you a picture, and it looks like this. Ew. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's an expensive-ass car, but, like, still... Um, okay, I'm actually okay with the, this one. I would actually buy this one. It is the Ferrari 488 GTB. I don't know that one. I will send you this one as well. 
Oh. It wouldn't be my favorite, but I'd buy it. It's a Ferrari, and I can afford it. <laughs> so, um, the next one it has is the Lamborghini Aventador. Yep. You know that one? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the all right, I'm gonna save the best one for last. Um, the next one is the McLaren 650S. Yeah, save that one for last. The Porsche 911 Turbo. Uh huh. Uh, the Rolls Royce Phantom. Yeah, and then the last one, and I think the one that, um, I would be instantly buying as soon as I win that jackpot is the Mercedes AMG GT. Let me picture. It looks like this. Ooh. I'm literally going to win the jackpot and then go buy the car. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't care how much the insurance is, what the group it's in. I do not care. I'm going and buying it. <laughs> Yeah, that's a nice car. You can put all the optional extras on it. I am totally okay with that. <laughs> What'd you say? I said you can put all of the optional extras on it. I'm totally okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, th that one starts at 131000 Starts at 131000 Damn. Where it do is, demons fall in the price range? In the price range? One moment. Do you want the 2020 demon? Of course. Because I'm pretty sure those ones are like paddle shifts, right? Yeah. Those start at 85000 Well, that's actually not bad. That's actually not bad at all for that, they, for what it is. They start at 85000 that's still not bad. But this is the best part. It only comes with one seat. What? But I'm I, sorry. I, I'm, I'm reading it off of Dodge's website. It only comes with one seat. The demon. The demon. Only comes with one seat, but you can opt to have the other seats put in for a dollar. <laughs> I hate I hate that. No. No, just no, just think about it. It's like, all right, I got all these optional extras. I'm up to uh ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Yeah, put the seats in. Screw yeah, it. put the seats <laughs> in. Why not? Make it even. Jesus. But realistically, it's like ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars and like 28 cents yeah <laughs> it's like well no I guess that 28 cents means you can't have the back seat it's just can't do it <laughs> my favorite car used to be a Camaro let's define used to be how far back uh transformers <laughs> Which one? The first one. 
Okay, okay. I so I think those look like a 2012. I think that was a 2013, but either way, they look the same. Um, with those right now, I do not like how the current ones look. Like if you look up the, I I do like the current ones. I do like them. Okay, uh, let me let me change what I just said. I do not like the current ones how they look unless they are black. I still like them. And they look mean, and I like it. Like with how like they're set, like how they're set up. If you're looking like at it like straight on, if it's like. What what was the other what was the one I saw? The other one I saw the other day was like baby blue. I'm okay, like, that's a weird that's a weird one. I'm like and, and like this big this big guy was driving it. I'm like, dude, you look like a fucking like toddler in a little tykes car at this point. <laughs> you know, I saw you know the basil lot on Sheridan? Mm-hmm. I saw a new Camaro that was black with yellow racing stripes. You see, it, it works. It's, that was sexy. It's most likely not even there anymore, but... No, it's probably gone by now. Probably. <laughs> I saw it like two days ago. Um, Let's see. If I had a decent, affordable car that was turned out to be a dream car... There's a lot to pick from, honestly. But I think as like a not a daily driver would probably have to be a Corvette C8, which are the new ones, if you haven't seen those. Which look like this. Ooh. And the top trim level is seventy two thousand, and that's with a V eight in it. Jesus Christ. But yeah, if I won the jackpot, I'm buying a demon. And then I'm buying a tiger. Or a rhino. Or an owl. Maybe, maybe no, definitely a snake. Why not all four? Good point. Start your own zoo. Yeah. <laughs> Just and right over here, you have a rhino, a snake, an owl, and a tiger. And right over here, we have a demon. It's just <laughs> and, and on the uh, and that concludes the, the tour. Thank you for coming to the museum. That'll be twenty dollars per admission. <laughs> no, and on the blurb for the demon, it just says endangered animal. <laughs> endangered animal. <laughs> we need to save them. <laughs> That's why I have started this rescue program. You just got a parking lot full of demons. <laughs> if I had a parking lot full of demons, I don't think I would sell any of them. 
Just thinking about the amount of money that you can make off of them. I still don't think I would sell them. I think I would be like, nah, these are mine. Either that, or I would take all parts from like a couple of them and make a super demon. What parts would you take? I don't even know. I would figure it out. They send you parts to make it into a drag racer. What parts would you take off another demon? (laughs) Maybe like two spoilers. What, to stack on top of each other? Yeah. (laughs) Extra downforce. That's not how that works, but okay. And then I'll put a spoiler on the hood. Even more downforce. That's that's even worse. Better yet, I'll just put spoilers along the whole car. I'll make a whole downforce car. That car is literally just like gonna have its suspension collapse at the amount of weight going over those spoilers. And then I'll put two more shocks on each wheel. So each wheel has three shocks. You know what that's gonna end up looking like? (laughs) What? What you now? I know this. I know this is going to be not completely what it's going to look like, but um, the uh, this is what it's going to uh, what it's going to probably end up looking like, even though this is a different um body on it. This is what I'm seeing that you're about to do that fucking demon. Yes. For those of you that don't know, I have sent Rob a botched Corvette monster truck. (laughs) But do you know what? If I have the money to afford a whole parking lot of demons, I'm not even fucking worried. You feel? Mm Mm-hmm. I'll be stealing one when you're not looking, but you, that's you, you, fine <laughs> because I have a whole parking lot and it's probably insured. I love the probably insured. And then I can get that money back, and guess what? I can do with that money buy another demon to replace it. All right, so we have to move on because yes. we spent at least 20 minutes on this first segment. Right, so, with on. that, we're going to move on to random thoughts with Rob. For you, Rai is nothing, but for us, Rai just like my father and mother. Don't fuck with my family, huh? Huh? I feel so relieved by Rai. If you have any dignity, apologize to the Rai's right now! Fuck your rights! No problem. No problem. 
problem. No problem. And now it is time for Random Thoughts with Rob. Rob, take it away. Good evening. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today. I like socks and I wish I had more fuzzy socks because I don't own a single pair and my feet get cold because I have poor circulation. I also don't own any gloves for some reason. I always lose them, always. For I, I don't know where they go. They just, ah, gone. Every winter. So what you do is you go and buy gloves, and then you just chuck them out the window. <laughs> no, because I actually need gloves. Because my hands have poor circulation, and they get cold, and I don't want to get frostbite. Or worse, chapped hands. Oh, man. Um, so let let's let's tackle this one thing at a time no tackle them all at once that's how you make the football play you got to get them all at once use your whole body fucking hit them like a bar of wood fine gloves are socks for your hands yes (laughs) no yes no mittens are socks for your hands have you never had toe socks before? But those are toe socks. Those are socks. What is a sock? A sock is a piece of cloth that goes over your foot. Okay. Now you categorized a subgenre of sock, the toe sock, which is not the word a sock, sock which is a sock. But it's not what you would call a sock. It's not your default. And if it's your default, get, see help. Get help. Anyways. Fine. I, fine. I want to bitch about something. The people that have toed shoes. Nah, those are pretty dope. So, all right. Let's discuss this then. Let's discuss this then. What, fucking toe shoes? Toe shoes next to toe socks. Do you see any possible way of someone wearing normal fucking socks in toe shoes? First of all, don't wear socks with toe shoes. Because do you know what toe shoes are? They're hiking shoes. They're climbing shoes. They're outdoor shoes. You don't put socks on. My shoes are also outdoor shoes, and I put fucking socks on. Yeah, but those are are meant for socks. Think about it. If you have socks on and you try to shove... No, you fucking listen to me, shithead. If you have socks on and you try to put your fucking foot into a toe shoe, your sock is going to get all fucked up. And you're going to be uncomfortable. So that's that why you don't wear point. socks. Do you know why I know this? I was trying to Do make. you know why I know this? From experience. <laughs> so I don't want to hear it. This is the first argument that we've actually had on this. 
No, this isn't an argument. This is me talking to you and you're being fucking stupid. You're not understanding common sense. Or sense is not common. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna fucking hit you. <laughs> I swear to God. Yo, pray to God that COVID never ends because if COVID ends and we start doing like a podcast in person, I might actually start fucking striking you. Just, 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 just all you hear, just all you hear is just silence and then. <laughs> No, just exactly. here I am on the ground. Just here I am on the ground. And it's just like, all right, anyway. just You just hear a loud thud. Just. <laughs> Yo, I got I this. I want like, that to be a thing. I, I want got this that like collection of super curls on the back of my head. And they're just so fun to play with, dude. I've been playing Titanfall 2 again. Oh. It's it's nostalgic. And it's also like I'm getting really fucking good at it on PC. <laughs> like it's it's kind of scary. I have been playing a lot of um Black Ops 2. Yeah? Yeah. I, I've gone I've gone back because I'm bored and I have nothing else to do. Multiplayer um, or zombies? Both. Nice. Um Yeah, I, I've gone back to doing that for I usually do like an hour or two a day or something, like just to get my mind off of everything um going on. But I mean, like, it, it's from what I play, it's very fast paced and it's like something that can hold my attention. So, I don't know. Yeah. I like it. So, some people will say, it's like, oh, you're just at the starting block. You should get Cold War. I'm like, yep. Well, all I have right now is a PC. So, <laughs> all I have a PC, all I have is a PC, and I'm a fucking broke college student. So, <laughs> well, you know. I don't know if I'm if I want Cold War because I'm still debating on it. I've seen a lot of videos that people have been like posting for, um, like their multiplayer, like stuff. I'm like, congratulations, you're already at like fucking gold, like that you earned the fucking gold. It's been out for what, like two weeks? I'm like, I swear, it, you like you it don't even be like that sometimes, bro. Like, you don't even sleep, <laughs> like. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. I'll, I'll admit, I'm not good at fucking Black Ops 2 multiplayer. And I've been doing it almost daily since quarantine started. And still, that's been eight months. I'm still not good at it. How the fuck are you that good in a week? <laughs> Who knows, man? Like, unless you play video games professionally, I don't see how you're that good that fast. <laughs> All right, so with that, we are going to conclude Random Thoughts with Rob, and we're going to move on to fill in the blank. Dab money's hoes.
It's time to play a game that we call fill in the blank. This is where I feed Rob questions and he tries to answer them while I leave out one key detail that he has to figure out. Rob, are you ready? Yes. All right. In an experiment that I'm sure will have no horrifying repercussions, scientists recently injected genes into monkeys to increase the size of their what? Oh shit, I've seen this too. Fuck. It was the fucking the size of their brain. It is their brain. It is their brain. Um the researchers are from Germany. Uh Germany's Max Planck Institute for Terrible Ideas implanted a human gene into the marmos marmoset fetuses, uh resulting in rapid brain growth that mirrors that of human beings. It's actually really fascinating, and if you want to know more, you can check out the eight movies on the Planets of the Eight franchise. Exactly, and why we shouldn't fucking do this. That's some good-ass movies, though. I haven't seen those movies in a minute. All right, ready for the next one? Yes. This one is short. I will tell you right now. This one is short, but it has a long explanation. Okay. This week, a new study found that meetings are good for what? Meetings are good for business. No. Meetings are good for sex. No. Meetings are good for drugs. No. Meetings are good for death. No. Meetings are good for your health. No. Meetings are good for turkey. It has nothing to do with anything. Meetings are good for you. No. Meetings are good for me. No. Meetings are good for us. Are you ready to give up at this point? Because you are nowhere near close. Meetings are good for him. <laughs> no. Meetings are good for grandma. No. Meetings are good... For the dog. No. Meetings are good for the grass. No. The environment. No. Meetings are good for 
information? Nope. I give up. Meetings are good for nothing. A new study from Stanford proves that having more meetings does not actually generate any new ideas. And uh, not just that, that more the more meetings you have, the fewer ideas you come up with. So a great idea for is no more meetings. Unfortunately, at this point, your boss has held so many meetings that you have no ideas left. So they will never have a good idea of ending all these fucking meetings. Yeah, that's really how it would be. After complaining about a light in their house that never turned off, a woman in California was embarrassed when she was told blank. That the light switch was just always on? No. Well, actually, you're close. That there was no light switch? You know, I'm going to give it to you because that's, pr- that I'm, that's probably the closest that you're going to get on this. It was a skylight. the woman's husband filmed her as she went through the whole house flicking switches on and off trying to find which one connected to the light in the entryway that was always on on in the ceiling after watching her for a minute the husband pointed out that there was a skylight and the light coming through it was from the sun (laughs) to which the woman asked okay then where's the switch for that oh I would be like, bitch, are you serious? This one has you written all over it. Is that so? Yes. This week, a man in California attempted to evade an arrest by the FBI by what? Water slide. No. Scooter. No, I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you it. Skateboard. No. Okay, I'm going back to scooter. Diving into a lake and using an underwater sea scooter to try and escape. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you mean that has me written all over it? Like, I would do that? Yeah. Yeah, I would totally do that. (laughs) Except in this case... Except in this case, it was a lake and the sea scooter has a top speed of four miles an hour. So he did not escape. He pulled up. Uh, he's being chased by the FBI. Wanted to get uh, wanted for this uh, random scheme. He jumps out of the van, reaches into the back of the van, pulls out an electric scooter that scuba divers use, jumps into the lake and swims away underwater. Perfect plan, except the U.S. agent watched him do this. Uh, and could see the bubbles from the surface of the water. They walked around and waited for him to get to the other side. (laughs) And that concludes fill in the blank, and it is time to move on. (laughs) Oh my, some people are dumb.
And now, Rob, it is time to bitch. And this time, because we didn't get any submissions, even though we asked for it and pleaded for it, we got none. You guys got to submit more. Like, come on, please. We, Pretty please. This, this week, we got so many new people on our Facebook page, which we really do appreciate. But we then post something for you to have your voices heard. And it's silent. We love your voices. We want to hear yous. We want to hear what you have to say, and then we're going to shut you down anyway. But oh, No, that's not true. For the most part. If it's something that we just don't agree with, it's not going to make it. Um, that, 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 though, is a fact. That's Because we're not going to talk about something like that. Anyway, Rob has selected something that we're going to bitch about. So, Rob, what are we going to bitch about? Let's bitch about how comedy is dying. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm. I have a good amount to bitch about that. So if you want to start, I'll... specifically when I mean that, like everybody gets offended at everything nowadays. It's like people. Where the fuck did your spines go? All of you are a puddle on the floor. Exactly. <laughs> like stand up. Fucking laugh at a joke. And just because, just because you might have found it a little offensive, so what? It's a joke. Take it. Exactly. It's not a dick. (laughs) What the hell? It's a joke, not a dick. You can take it. So Rob, let, let's think each of us. Let's have each of us think of a time where you had to explain a joke to someone who just didn't get it. You know. Okay, you you can go. I I was gonna go, but if if you want to go, you can go. Some of my friends and I, we have very different interests and had very different interests like growing up. So I had very different like mannerisms and such. And I made a joke that was in reference to a TV show. Okay. And the person just didn't get it. And I was sad. And another thing that happened, it, I made a joke about Denzel Washington, okay? This person went, who? (laughs) I looked at him and I said, what the fuck did you just say? So I pulled up a picture. The person went, I I don't know who that is. I I was like, oh... It, it made my soul hurt. My my most hated thing. Well, I, I have a, it's a it's a story from my past and a story from uh, about a year ago, or what seems like a year ago. Um, the first one was 
in middle school, I had this one friend and he, 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 he didn't understand a lot of things, which was understandable. It was middle school and we were 12. Um, (laughs) But something that you would think that someone would have even just a little bit of a grasp on is sarcasm. Right. 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 This is also coming from someone who almost every year when we did uh, paper plate awards in high school got um, uh, king of sarcasm. But (laughs) um, anyway, I digress. This person go. um, I can't remember the exact joke, but I was I was like comparing it to um, an actual person. It's like what was it it was oh it was during um volleyball and he was he was saying he was like well it's like why, why do you stand around all the, all the time and uh not move anywhere i'm like why why would you be commenting on that if you look like a fucking statue huh. <laughs> <laughs> now th- th- this person you, you Rob, you 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 know of volleyball, yeah. I I would assume so, yeah. Or at least what it is, yeah. Um, you, you these people would move around all the time and occasionally fall on the floor. Well, well this person, okay. this person never went three feet from where he was standing. Jesus. <laughs> and if it didn't come to him, he didn't move. Like so, why was so why are you just standing there like a fucking statue? And he goes, "Well, that that wasn't nice to say." I'm like, maybe if you would be helpful on the team, I would actually have something helpful to say. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, "Was that sarcasm?" I'm like, "Do I have to explain sarcasm again to you?" <laughs> but anyway, second story. This was. Um, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, I don't have the exact date, but I know it was late 2019, late 2019, when, um, Trump started going off on his Twitter rambles again. And, right. um, each time this, um, page called the Lincoln Project would fire back at him as soon as he would tweet it. And some of the jokes were pretty funny. And I would have to explain to my father what some of the jokes were. He's like, it's like one of the Trump tweets was like, this is going to be a rigged election. Everyone needs to vote. um, Like the Lincoln Project was like, and how many times did you vote today? And he didn't get it. Oh, no. Like it's explaining things to people it loses the point of the joke. Yeah. That that's that's what I'm trying to get at here is explaining the joke loses the point of it. That's true. Like I understand, like if you don't if you don't come from a background in a certain thing, like, oh, you're you're very 
dark humor kind of thing. You like to compare people to other people that make fun of them that way without them realizing it. That's one thing that you have to figure out. Sarcasm is a whole nother thing. Comparing one thing to something else is a whole different version of comedy. Stand-up, I could definitely see as its own comedy. Oh, yeah. So, it's... Just because you get butthurt by one thing doesn't mean that you should take out the rest of us that actually enjoy it. Facts. And that's why comedy is dying. All right, so with that, we're going to move on to our final segment. Okay, Rob. So, have you thought about trying to make some money very, very quickly? Of course. No, not drugs. <laughs> y- yeah. Well, this is called website offering $2,500 to watch 25 holiday movies in 25 days. Oof. Uh, you know what? I would do that. You know what? I would do that. Okay. Here's the thing. Hold on. Let me go through this. Let me go through this. You will receive uh, $2,500 and a year-long subscription to Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, HBO Max, and Apple TV. Yo. Hold on. I'm not done. 
you would be required to watch pr- 25 pre-selected holiday classics, including Elf, It's a Wonderful Life, Polar Express, and Home Alone in a 25-day period. Um, you will be required to complete a questionnaire based on each film at the end of each film um, and select the best out of all 25. Applications are... Uh, are currently being accepted through the website that we will post um, from December 4th uh, until December 4th, and the winner will be selected on December 7th. The website is reviews.org. For those of you, um, and this, this one will be coming out by then, and Rob is currently signing up for it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the best part was I signed up for it yesterday. <laughs> it is the Chief Holiday Cheermeister is what it is. So, Rob, what is your favorite holiday movie? He's just giving me the finger. All right. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut so much of this out. <laughs> All right, can we do this later? Because I, I want to finish this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question stands. What is your favorite holiday movie? The animated Little Drummer Boy movie. Animated. Okay. All right. Fucking love that movie. Let's see. Um, uh, I'm going to have to say Christmas Vacation would be mine. Yo, the part when uh with the sled and he used the wax, dude, that shit took the non, me the out. Non, uh, the non-greasy uh cereal varnish. Dude, that right on the side. When when he hits the fucking uh, dumpster and it goes back to Eddie, it just goes bingo. <laughs> oh. I think my favorite. I I do love Clark. Clark as a character is a riot, but I think my favorite character in that entire movie is Cousin Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> just absolutely. Like, I, I got a metal plate in my head on this side because of an accident, and that, but this side's fine. But I can't have a microwave go off because I will collapse on the floor and shit myself, and then my hair will look stupid. <laughs> Oh man, that movie was wild, but Just still. The last part of, and then my hair looks bad. It's. <laughs> do, do you remember when they were shopping in the Walmart? <laughs> when Eddie was loading up all of like the dog food? Yeah. He, like loads up the first bag. Clark uh, slips in a thing of uh, fucking light bulbs, puts it on top, and goes, takes the dog chow, puts it right on. Uh, 
Oh my god. Alright, what was your favorite part from that movie? You can have multiple, but you have the, to have a favorite. The sled. The sled, the sled. is still my favorite part. Because the entire movie made me, like, chuckle. But I saw the sled part, and I honestly, I wasn't expecting it. And that shit had me on the fucking floor. I think my favorite one is the um, when Eddie shows up. When Eddie shows up, I think it's probably my favorite scene in it. It's like... Oh yeah, that's an RV, and we're gonna take it with us when we leave next month. <laughs> I know it's not a Christmas they, movie, they, but they do you know he's putting things back, and it just breaks as soon as he says that. <laughs> I know it's not a Christmas movie, but do you know the movie Joe's Apartment? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember the scene where the cockroach is riding the cat like a like a bronco? Mm-hmm. For some reason, my dad finds that to be the funniest shit on the planet. You know what I find funny? Is Disney Plus. Why? Because Disney Plus has classified Iron Man 3 as a Christmas movie. You know what? (laughs) And the only reason why I can see they classified it as a, yeah, as a Christmas movie is it takes place during Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. That's... But, I mean, that's how they got Die Hard too. Yep. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's Die Hard. <laughs> Here's Die Hard. Just think of that as like a fucking abc family lineup just all right we got monsters inc and we got uh fucking uh polar express and elf and die hard and <laughs> dude i would be like sign me up just be like all of, like these like children's christmas guy movies <laughs> just polar express and elf and die hard and it's just I wouldn't be mad. I'd be okay with it. I'd be like, yeah, everything is normal. All right. All right. Um, I think my... Uh, it, it goes off track, but um, I think my favorite thing that Freeform has done is when it switches over to, like, the fucking evangelical shit that they do. Have you ever seen it? Like, the message that they put on the TV before mm-hmm. they switch over to... It's like we have to step away because we uh, because they paid for this spot. Please don't try and burn the house down while we're gone. <laughs> I think that's my favorite thing. My favorite dig that someone has done to something like that and gotten away with it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, no. All right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So with that, we're going to close out this episode. Um, we remind you to follow us on our social medias. We are on almost every social media. Yeah. Um, Facebook, Instagram, shit like that. Um, 
subscribe to our YouTube stuff because we will be posting more episode videos and um, something coming up. Who knows? Um, with the well, like our Facebook page, <laughs> and you'll get uh, you'll get more news. Yeah, you'll get more news of what's coming out because that yes. is the main thing that we are sending news out on. News. We have the best news. We're the best. We do it the best I've ever seen. Um, and for those of you that don't know, this isn't going to be in episode 11, but it will be in episode 12. We have made Rob our uh, Facebook ambassador. Yes. So Rob will be posting... Um, anything that isn't a video so anything am, that you see of his of um that isn't a video was most likely him i am the overseer um once again you can find us personally on our own social medias if you want to know what that is go look at a video or go listen to an older podcast because we actually say that and we're done with saying that at this point yeah um because it's gotten old Oh, yeah. Uh, so, with that, we remind you to wash your fucking hands and put on a mask, and we will see you on the list. Just wash your hands, man. Just do it. I believe in you. Now it's time to conclude the incredible true story and transformation. Salutation. fighting slavery to profiteer. I have met Southerners who expect and fear a Negro insurrection. I see no purpose in withholding this from general discussion. There may be those within that outcast 10% of the American people who someday will strike back at their oppressors. But to put down that mob, a mob would rise. I'd like to ask, please, who will put down that mob? an overpaid producer with pleasant reasons to rejoice, and I do, in the wholesome practicability of the profit system. But surely my right to having more than enough is cancelled if I don't use that more to help those who have less. I owe the very profit I make to the people I make it from. If this is radicalism, it comes automatically to most of us in show business, it being generally agreed that any public man owes his position to the public. That's what I mean. And I say I'm your obedient servant. We must each day earn what we own. A healthy man owes to the sick all that he can do for them. An educated man owes to the ignorant all that he can do for them. A free man owes to the world's slaves all that he can do for them. And what is to be done is more, much more than good works, Christmas baskets, bonuses and tips, and bread and circuses. There is only one thing to be done with slaves. Free them. 
We can't die in behalf of progress. We can live for it. Progress, we Americans take to mean a fuller realization of democracy. The measure of progress, as we understand it, is the measure of equality enjoyed by all men. We can do something about that. The way our fighting brothers and sisters looked at it, some of them dead as I speak these words, the way they looked at it, we're lucky. And they're right, we're lucky to be alive, but only if our lives make life itself worth dying for. We must be worthy of our luck or we are damned. Our lives were spared, but this is merely the silliest of accidents, unless we put the gift of life to the hard employments of justice. If we waste that gift, we won't have anywhere to hide from the indignation of history. I want to say this. The morality of the auction block is out of date. There is no room in the American century for Jim Crow. Tomorrow's democracy discriminates against discrimination. Its charter won't include the freedom to end freedom. Race hate isn't human nature. Race hate is the abandonment of human nature, but this is true. There are alibis for the phenomena, excuses, economic and social, but the brutal fact is simply this. Where the racist lie is acceptable, there is corruption. The race haters must be stopped. The lynchings must be stopped. The murders must be avenged. I come in that boy's name and in the name of all who in this land of ours have no voice of their own. I come with a call for action. This is the time for it. I call for action against the cause of riot. It won't surprise me if I'm accused in some quarters of inciting to riot. Well, I'm very interested in riots. I'm very interested in avoiding them. And so I call for action against the cause of riots. Law is the best action, the most decisive. It's in the people's power to see to it that what makes lynchings and starts wars is dealt with. Not by well-wishers, but by policemen. And I mean good policemen. Oh, for several generations, maybe there'll be men who can't be weaned away from the fascist vices of race hate. But we should deny such men responsibility in public affairs exactly as we deny responsibility to the wretched victims of the drug habit. There are laws against peddling dope. There can be laws against peddling race hate. But every man has a right to his own opinion as an American boast. But race hate is not an opinion, it's a phobia. It isn't a viewpoint. Race hate is a disease. In a people's world, the incurable racist has no rights. He must be deprived of influence in a people's government. He must be segregated as he himself would segregate the colored and Semitic peoples. Anything very big is very simple. If there's a big race question, there's a big answer to it, and a big answer is simple, like the word no. America can write her name across this century, and so she will if we, the people, brown and black and red, rise now to the great occasion of our brotherhood. It will take courage, it calls for the doing of great deeds, which means the dreaming of great dreams. Giving the world back to its inhabitants is too big a job for the merely practical. No one of us will live to see a blameless peace. We strive and pray and die for what will be here when we are gone. Our children's children are the ancestors of a free people. To the generations, the fight is worth it. That just about means that my time is up. When my time's up, I remain as always, obediently yours. <laughs>